0: Welcome to Pursue Him Podcast with Pastor Derek D'Souza. This week's episode is an excerpt from our Friday Prayer Huddles. If you would like to be a part of our Friday Prayer Meet, text us on our WhatsApp number 845-109-9931. We believe God is going to use this podcast to enrich your spiritual walk with him. A big thank you to each and everyone for sharing this podcast with your friends, posting this on social media and leaving a review for us. Will you still walk the same way you walk, the same way you talk, the same way you put up with your excuses? I want to tell you something. When you were born again, you got saved. At that time, you didn't have even a proper job. At that time, you didn't even have a proper home. At that time, nobody even loved you. At that time, the devil told you you're a burden to society. At that time, your very own were cursing you and slandering you. Then Jesus came into your life and oh, what a wonderful day it was, right? Over the years, Jeshurun grew fat and started kicking and became obese. Now you cry because you don't have non-veg in your plate. That time you didn't get non-veg, you got it once a week. Now you cry because you don't get it every day. That time you didn't have anyone to even look at you and acknowledge your presence. Today you have Instagram followers. At that time, nobody wanted to be even close to you, but Jesus lifted you up. Today, you got fame, you got respect, you got a family and now you run around them all your life. I want you to understand this. The test of loving God is not when you don't have anything. It's when you still have everything and still love Him like the first day you met Him. Are you still passionate the same way the day you met him or now you're worried about whether you'll get that job, whether you'll get that new place, whether you'll get that but uh, is that what your whole heart is running around today? At one time you didn't know whether you'll be alive and you cried to God and God sent you a man, you're crying out to God, God will not send you another man until you learn to appreciate the one he sent. Until you learn to honor the one you sent. I'm telling you, I've seen people go around for 40 years. Please, if you're listening to me. When God sends you a man, you make sure you treasure that relationship with all your heart. Because that is the man to bring you into a place you could never occupy. That is the man where when he gets up under the anointing of the Lord and decrees a blessing, it is done. That is that man whom God sent, who is sent to break every curse in your life. You cried to the Lord. You cried to the Lord to deliver you and you know what he did? He sent a man to deliver you from Egypt. And not only that, he sent him to take out Egypt out of your soul. And not only that, he sent that man to take you onto Mount Sinai and to present you before the presence of the living God. That is the man whom God you cried for and God sent. I pray that every demonic thought against your man of God will be broken today. That you will never ever entertain another thought about your man of God because that's the way the devil will steal your inheritance, rob you and put you back into chains and a yoke. This is how he has succeeded against many children. That's why if you come to the church of God, the most offense ridden people are in the church. And you know why they are stuck. And now every man of God is a problem to them. You know. Why? Because they cried to the Lord. He sent. You despised. So now God says you will not get another. Now you will get people after. you after who that? Yours. So they will preach to you what you want to hear. But they will never be able to lead you to Mount Sinai. What did Moses do? He took 40 years to bring them out and then to take out Egypt from them. First to get them out of bondage, then to take bondage out of them. And for what? To bring them to the glory of Mount Sinai. And when he was on Mount Sinai, he's telling them, Come up, come up, come up. And then he's screaming, I wish you all prophets. <laughs> I wish that you could all prophesy like me, because he knew that one day in the presence of God could transform all of them. But you know what they said? Leave us down. You talk to us. Don't bring us before this fearful God. God gives you manna. That's why now you want to know the secret why they hated manna. I always wonder. It's locked up in Isaiah. There is something that happens to a man when he gets fat and kicks spiritually. So when, what it means to get obese and fat and kick means now you don't appreciate what God is bringing to you. So now you believe that the chicken you're eating is the healthiest stuff. When God baked the perfect manna for you and rained it down on heaven for you with the perfect proteins for your body. But you believe what you're eating is the best. So even though God brings it to you, it's not good. That's why they got up and they told God, we are fed up of this. And God said, really, I baked it with my hands in heaven, roasted it, no oil, no fat, lean and mean. I served it to you and you are saying these cucumbers and garlics are good. So why, why does this happen? This happens. It always happens. It always happens spiritually. When a God has brought the best to your table, and you look at your plate that your hands have created and you think this is better than what God gave. Never let that happen to you. Never let, because that's pride. Pride will always make you not see what God has bought to you. Pride will never let you see what God has made you secure and given you. Pride will never let you see what God has bought to you to make you secure. That very thing will make you insecure when you have pride. The root cause is pride. Child of God, I want to tell you, the root cause is not intimidity, it's not a problem, it's not that your pastor talks about old covenant or new covenant, it's pride. (laughs) It's pride. Can we kill pride today? Can we kill lukewarmness and get taking God for granted? I want you to never forget what I showed you today.